And so, what would you say, Sabi? Well, I, I strongly believe that Puerto Rico has to be an independent country. Independent country. There are 200 more in the world. What is wrong with that? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Another 200 independent countries in the world. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, and like I said at the beginning of our conversation, Puerto Rico is a country. Welcome back to the Immigrant Experience. My name is Mario. I am your host. And with me, I have Eduardo once again talking to us. What's going on? And also his father. How are you doing, guys? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. Well, he has a name too. Well, I know. Uh, That's one thing I forgot about. I can't can't be incognito. Nobody can. I mean, that's what you want. Yeah, you have to introduce yourself. (laughs) That's why they say also, because I I want, because you introduced yourself last time. I want him to introduce now, because everyone. I, I, don't know who you are. I, I just had to bust on you about that. All right. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, my name is Javier Toro. I'm a resident of the Lehigh Valley for the last 27 years. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. So before we start, mm-hmm. I always want to ask this to Puerto Rican people. Uh, what do you guys consider yourself? Because, you know, Puerto Rico is technically not a country because you guys belong to the states. Like as a... As a what is it like a, a pot or something? It's a commonwealth, but it's—I well, mean, it's really a colony. Yeah, exactly. It's technically a colony. I don't know. I, actually, uh, let me correct you. <laughs> let me correct you from the beginning. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we are a country. Okay. We don't have sovereignty, political sovereignty, but we are a country. Yes. We have all the characteristics that any country in the world. Yeah. We have our own history, culture, language everything that any country have. Mm-hmm. What we do not have and we lack is political sovereignty. Political sovereignty. Sovereignty, which yeah. is we are a colony. We we don't have uh yeah, we have a governor, but uh we don't have a president or a prime minister like mm-hmm. any other country could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the main difference. And of course, yes, we are part of the United States. So it would be considered kind of like like Canada, because Canada also doesn't have well, Canada uh, has, has sovereignty because it's its yeah. own independent nation. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but that's that's how would you consider Puerto Rico. Well. Oh, Puerto Rico, basically, yeah, it's, basically. it's a colony. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, in basic terms, <laughs> it's a colony. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's why I just tell people, I'm like, look, don't overthink it. It's a colony. <laughs> it's a colony. Yeah, you can, that's what it is. Sure, coded with the Commonwealth yeah. or a territory or no. We are basically a colony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's we, not something that we are proud, but that's the truth. Yeah. Will you, <laughs> can you tell us how? Because cause I, I know you guys know a lot about history. Well, I learned everything. Uh, exactly. Him, so. so, like, will you tell? Would you tell us how exactly Puerto Rico came to be that way? Well, Puerto Rico have been a colony since the Spaniards came in five hundred something years ago. Yeah, we never really had been able to have our own government for a very short period of time. I believe was from 1897 to 1898, uh, Spain allowed us some autonomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. But in 1898, because the uh, Spanish-American War, yeah, yeah, Puerto Rico changed from owner, <laughs> yeah, from Spain to United States because mm-hmm. uh, Spain lost the war. 
and they give it to the United States. Oh, so Rico, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like us. Cuba, something like that, yeah. Okay, it wasn't like us because for us, it was for Dominican Republic. Yeah. It was uh, the Spain on us, and then they made a, a, I believe it was a trip with France, mm -hmm. so that the Haitians would come and take the, the far side of the island. Yeah. And then I think that's how we got our independence from Spain, but we had to fight the, the Haitians, but you guys didn't have like a space in between. You guys went from from Spain to the United, United States right away. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I see. No, no options. <laughs> <laughs> no options. Well, uh, let me ask, because we were talking about it before we started recording. Mm -hmm. So you uh, did like a, a project two years ago, was it? Where you were talking to uh, Latin American people, kind of doing like the same thing I'm doing with this podcast. Uh, but what exactly was it? Well, well, basically what we are doing, we just, like I was explaining earlier before we started recording, uh, we just finished a series of interviews. This is just basic Puerto Rican people at this moment. Okay. Uh, the project goal is eventually included all the Latin American uh, residents in the Lehigh Valley. This mm -hmm. is a project that is part with the Bethlehem Area Public Library and Lehigh University. Okay. Uh, they get a grant in order to record and save an archive uh, testimonies of our residents, longtime residents, also young people in, in, in the Lehigh Valley, basically in Bethlehem. Um, they tell the story of why they're here, how being they're living here. Uh, it's very interesting because um, maybe not too many people know Latinos in the Lehigh Valley have been here since the 1920s as a group. Yeah, the first group that came was a group of Mexicans. Okay. That was brought by the Bethlehem Steel. Um, and they was straight from Mexico to Bethlehem. No stops anywhere. They put in a train. I just moved. came here. They moved to Bethlehem. They start working at the steel uh, for a period of time. Uh, the steel also built a small area that they can live there. Uh, but after a while, many of them start deciding going back. Uh, to Mexico. Mexico. A few of them stay, but they don't really develop like a community Yeah. because there was a small group. Many of them integrated into the, the American culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then in, in the late 40s, the Puerto Ricans started coming because they still need workers and they start looking for workers in Puerto Rico mm -hmm. because at the same time, there was a, <clears throat> an economic, uh, how you say that, uh, they put a plan, the government of Puerto Rico, to develop Puerto Rico as an industrial uh, uh, place, okay. moving from agriculture to industrial. And what happened is the industrial job, the industrial uh, company factories do not provide the same amount of jobs. And in order, in, in order to lower the unemployment and social conflicts, they start shipping out Puerto Ricans out of Puerto Rico. Yeah, they yeah. developed a plan that was named uh, Operation Bootstrap. And uh, they encouraged very strong uh, the migration of Puerto Ricans to the United States. Many of them start coming to work on factories, farms, 
mostly they moved to New York, New Jersey, even Ohio, mm -hmm. many of them, and that was sponsored by the government of Puerto Rico. Yeah, and the veterans still take advantage of that and start bringing people uh, to work here. Okay, and the people that you were interviewing were, as a, like descendants from them and yes. also coming? Yes, they are descendants. Some of them already worked and they're still at that time. Mm -hmm. Some of them were descendants of uh, former uh, steel workers, steel workers or people that just moved to the area from Puerto okay. Rico. Yeah, because I remember uh, when I first moved here, I went to Danbury, Connecticut, mm -hmm. but I, I was only there for like, I believe, three months, and I just came here right away. And the amount of Puerto Ricans that were here oh, yeah. is a lot. Like, there was maybe some Ecuadorians and some Mexicans, mm -hmm. But it was mostly Bethlehem, Allentown, and Easton. It's mostly just Puerto Rican people. Yeah. And I have my my one of my uncles. Uh, he moved to Puerto Rico from DR. He got a, a scholarship and working there. Mm -hmm. And he's, well, not he, but like I noticed, like a lot of Puerto Ricans, you know, they get their education there and then they just move here. Mm -hmm. Uh. And but because you guys also have like a very accessible way of moving in than other Latin American people, because yeah, yeah, because yeah, you guys still a colony from from yeah, the state. Need a passport. Yeah, it's yeah. A, exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. we have American citizenship. Yeah, that's why we mm -hmm. can go in and out with no problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have a question. So if you guys were born in PR, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you guys allowed to run for presidency? That's a great question. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> no, yeah. any Puerto Rican have been ever run for president. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, according to yeah. the actual like words on the page, yeah. like, the actual like rules, it doesn't explicitly say you can't, but it does make it does have a point where it's like you have to be born on like U.S. soil. Yeah, but because Puerto Rico is not technically like it's like like we discussed before, it's a colony. Yeah, that it's part of the United States, but doesn't count as U.S. soil because like they make the exceptions for like U.S. Uh, U.S. military bases that that's technically U.S. soil. Yeah, so if you're born there, you can become a you can become president, but. Does it technically fit there? Because like I had, I had like you, you remember, you remember like a couple months ago of me and me and Theta were having that argument about mm -hmm. you know like if 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 some and she was like yeah you should like you can like she studied criminal justice so like this was part of like what she learned yeah. and she's like you can but when you actually read the words it's a little ambiguous like it kind of leads you to believe that you can but then there's also like a clause that's like not really yeah so it's 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 not really sure I guess like yeah. we won't know until someone tries to do it and then you know the court because no, like, nobody well, has tried to do it no it, and also mm -hmm. it's a say on in the in politics in the united states and, and law that the constitution do not follow the citizenship mm -hmm. what do you mean yeah if you are a citizen for yeah. example puerto ricans are citizens mm -hmm. but we don't have all the same rights that oh, a, a u.s person that lives yeah, here yeah. have. Yeah, and that's why that say that say the Constitution do not follow the citizenship. Okay. Yeah, you can be a an American citizen, but maybe you can't run for president. Okay. Yeah, because so, you don't born in U.S. soil. 
Yeah. You get the big ones like yeah. the Bill of Rights and everything. We're still we're still protected yeah. for that. <laughs> but then some of the some of the like the finer print elsewhere, there's like a little asterisk. So it was like eh, except for like PR Guam and uh, and like the U.S. Virgin yeah. Islands. Like eh, yeah. So tell so you can technically run if you were born in like a military yeah as a place in PR. But yeah. outside of that, even so, you're still yeah. in PR. If there was, you a, cannot. Yeah, yeah, if there was a U.S. military base born, um, on the Dominican Republic and you were born there, you could run for president. No question. That asked. that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. That's crazy. Uh, that's how. Um, that's how. Uh, back when. Uh, um, in 2008, right? That's when John McCain and Obama were against each other. Yeah. Right? That's how John McCain was able to run because he was born on a military base, but I think he was in Panama. Oh thing. yeah. So so like technically and, he would be Panamanian, but and he's it's still under on on discussion because uh, Ted Cruz do not yeah. born in United States. Yeah, Ted oh, Cruz he was is, born in Canada. Yeah, he was born in Canada. Yeah, born in Canada. Canada. And he was <laughs> able to run for president. Well, at least in the in the primaries for the Wait, really? Republican mm -hmm. uh, party. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a bit. That I remember that being a big point of discussion was like was that people were like, well, because like the, I mean, it also followed the whole the whole discussion of like, well, Obama, like the supposedly his, his birth certificate is not of the United States, but I mean, it's, it, it was, it, he was born in Hawaii. Yeah. He was born okay. in Hawaii. So like, yeah. um, but, but then like it followed that. And then when Ted Cruz ran, everyone who was like saying all this stuff about Obama, they were like, Whoa, no, no, no. He's, he's, he's American. And it's like, well, he, he legitimately has a but Canadian. We, birth. Honestly, we <laughs> never know exactly what's happening because he don't want the primaries. Yeah. 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 yeah, what happened? He won the primaries, mm -hmm. and he went That's to run. Yeah. Because, yeah, which is funny because he's supposed to be from Cuban parents, born in Canada. Yeah, but it was like it wasn't like an enemy military base. It was just Canada soil, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. where it also kind of uh, because because with um with all the the Cubans they were trying to bring over after you know the revolution. Yeah, that's where it kind of also gets in that gray area because like they provided them amnesty if I remember right when they came over. Mm -hmm. So like. There's like even some legal gray area that like yeah you I guess they could try to run because mm -hmm. I remember getting into a discussion about that in college with um with my with the the Latin American literature teacher because she was Cuban and just like she had made some mention about that as well I never like pressured her to get more information on that but yeah. I remember her talking about that for for a little bit and I was like okay well I guess there's some gray area in there legally yeah. so I'm not sure though. <laughs> Like, I always struggle. No, not struggle, but it, it always confuses me mm -hmm. because I went to Puerto Rico one time, and the way that they take, like, my, my cousins, I have Puerto Rican cousins from, from my uncle, mm -hmm. and they didn't speak Spanish. They learned English first. Mm -hmm. And my uncle talked to them like, like, like you. Like, you understand Spanish, but yeah. you don't speak it. That was them at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And... I saw I saw a lot of kids like that too that they didn't speak English, and to my understanding, it was like public schools they they teach English. I mean, they teach yeah. Spanish, but they didn't go to public school, so maybe that's why. That could be part. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, so maybe this this is another mm -hmm. like American state, mm -hmm. but when I when you come here and you see it, it's like it's it's not at all like Americans. They just treat them as how they treat other Latin American yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and at least with the the education system over there, I mean, like you can talk about that more because, like, I, I mean, obviously, like I grew up here, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know anything about that. I yeah, just they, know from what they, you guys they teach tell us. English in public yeah. schools, but uh, you don't practice them. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I'm born and grow in 
in the town of Utuado, that is the center of the island, we don't need to speak English at all. Yeah. <laughs> Why we need to speak English? Yeah, that's also what I yeah. said. And yeah. the way they teach you is is more grammar stuff than conversational. Yeah. Yeah. And same, same in the yard. Yeah, you get so bored. Yeah, listen to those classes. Oh, God. Yeah, why well, I need to take these classes? Yeah. yeah, because you're never going to practice it. Even you can go now and, and, and have been studies done that the vast majority of the Puerto Ricans, they are not bilingual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they are not bilingual. Yeah. 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 You brought the example that people that study probably in private schools, they have more higher level of knowledge of English yeah. than the people that, that study in public schools. Uh, and we have, I have family members that study in public school and they speak great English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not everybody is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you ever get to go to school here in the States? Or did you go? Well, to- I, I went to a few classes in college here and uh, uh, grad school, but I do not study here. I study in Puerto Rico. All the way in Puerto Rico. I do my BA in Puerto Rico. Okay. I also started grad uh, program in Puerto Rico, but here I just study in Lehigh University, a couple of classes at the grad level. What were some of the differences you saw? Because me, like, high school, no, no, high school, middle school and high school, I only did high school here and middle school and everything else in the yard. But, like, to me, that was, like, a big difference. But I never got to the chance to do college back in the in the yard because I was already here. Yeah. But, like, what was, like, some of the differences you saw? College here and college well, of VR. In my experience, because the difference was 25 years. Yeah. Uh, on, from my last year that oh, I okay, take okay. classes in Puerto yeah. Rico and then we can. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. I know a lot of adult people that still it, go to college. Is, oh, yeah. The technology is the big difference. Okay. Yeah. And you have a lot of guys in this classroom <laughs> using laptops. Yeah. And, I never used that when I was in college before. I, yeah. I started having my first computer when I was in my 30-something years old. Already. Yeah? Yeah. I remember well, that computer. Yeah. That was a great computer. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, yeah. when was that? In the well, 90s? Yeah. Wait, early 2000s? Early 2000s? In the 90s. Oh, in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, I think that was... Was, mid-90s, it? It was a Packer Bell, wasn't it? Like back when that was still a company? Uh, yeah. Which one? Uh, uh, Packer, Packer Bell. Bell. Oh, Packer Bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grim, I don't even know that. Uh, I don't even know that. Yeah, because computer. personal computers were, you are young guys, but personal computers were just starting in the 90s. Yeah, that's really, true. Yeah, really, yeah. Really I, was, I always had a computer growing up because my mom yeah. was a, a computer science major. Yeah. But that was the only difference. But I always had a computer with me. Yeah, yeah you were spoiled. <laughs> I was very spoiled. <laughs> what, what, I, what I can say about the education, uh, taking the experience when my kids were in school here mm-hmm. and when my wife and I were studying there, the education in Puerto Rico is more well-round in terms of knowledge mm-hmm. of what you know about the rest of the world. Yes. Yeah. I would say that. The U.S. is very centric to United States history. Yeah. You learn no farther than the borders of Disneyland and Disney World. You can go go farther. You can go farther to this place. Yeah. Uh, uh, You want to know Paris, you go to Disney World and you walk in the little (laughs) Paris. The Paris they have there. Oh, but this Paris is very clean. It's nice. Well, I mean, you don't even have to go to the Paris section in Disney World. They have a Disney World in Paris. Oh, no, I know. So there. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but I just tried to say that 
they are very limited on yeah, what oh. they know about what is out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they make a lot of mistakes, especially with Latin America. And even from Puerto Ricans, not that long ago, they will still asking guys, do you have houses? You live in, in the village or how are things? You know, Puerto Rico is the same thing down here. Yeah, basically, yeah. you find the same amount of McDonald's and Burger Kings. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I remember, I remember I, when I yeah. when I left the boat to go, when I went to Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. Thirty minutes into the from the airport, there was a McDonald's right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's just like any other. Yeah, it's, exactly. And probably, exactly. Uh, probably it's worse because probably be, you take a, a like a square mile or something like that. And you're measuring maybe we have more of those. Uh, fast foods yeah. and, and 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 those type of business than here in the United States. Yeah, it's it's just too funny to me because this country always have a, a perception of like third world country that they think we're still living in like mm. like the 1950s. But in, in my opinion, like Puerto Rico and and DR, I don't know the I've been to the, this yeah. too. Yeah, you can only speak about what you've experienced. It's, exactly, yeah. like to Puerto Rico and DR, they're just as developed as yeah, as this country is. Because like, yeah, I remember running into like kids when I was younger that like that were like the dumb, and I say younger, but I was like, it's probably like ninth grade, you know, when I really started getting away from like, because like, because like, what was it? Because like, you know, like, elementary school and middle school is mostly with other Hispanic kids because that was just every kid from South. Yeah. But then when I went, when like went to high school, like you remember, you remember, you remember Liberty. Like it was like a ton of white kids. Yeah, a ton of white kids. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I ever had a Spanish friend other than like the people that was in my English class. I had a That's few, it. not that many. That's honestly. it. Yeah, most of my friends that were Hispanic in high school were friends that I made before high school. So that's really, yeah, yeah, that really shows you a lot of that. But even then, like, I remember getting like people that would say some things like that, be like, oh yeah, like you know, like oh yeah, like the monkeys and tigers and all that, and it's just like what the what? like. Like what? Like they think like like don't get me wrong, like there like there are parts of Puerto Rico just like any other country that is rural, you know? Like oh, there yeah. there's no there's no there's yeah. no giant buildings, there's like there's there you know, there's just farms and everything, but it's not like it's it's not like this backwards country that like that like people that people you, are living with like you saw where <laughs> no my shoes. mom lives man that's more rural than i have ever seen in my entire life <laughs> Yo, living so, in dr that is so rural it scares it's, me dude <laughs> it scares like i'm me. a city person in the i come from the city in dr <laughs> yeah like that's the city as you can get just like new york city and then yeah. my mom comes and leaves there. i'm like i don't like this place <laughs> i don't like this place it, at it all. Is true. every country in the world is the same exactly. yeah you had your Big cities and you have your rural areas. Yeah. 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 The whole difference is between what is disparity between the rich people and the poor people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In some countries, the disparity is a lot bigger than, than is here. But also, you think about the United States, and I've been thinking about that for a while. If you pick the, the, the top cities in the United States in terms of population, mm -hmm. they're not even in the first 10 in the world. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yeah. yeah. And the United States is a very rural country. Yeah, they have those big cities, New York, LA, uh, Miami, Chicago, Philly, but the rest of the country, especially rural. you go to the center of the country, is very rural. Even in Texas. Yeah. Like Texas has like four different cities, but mm -hmm. you go there, it's mostly rural. Yeah. So you go there, the rural and deserts. That's all yeah. you say there. I yeah. think I think what was it we were looking at the other day that if that like if you took if Puerto Rico were suddenly become a state, 
the population would make it, I think it was the 47th most populated state. Yeah. It would beat out three whole US states. Like that's kind of crazy. Like just, just thinking about like how much population there isn't in these. And, and just to put that in comparison to the next like five states above it only beat it by like maybe like a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Like it's not by a lot that, that it's like less than these other ones. And it's probably, and it, you uh, could all, even all we have to do is bring back all the Puerto Ricans. Yeah, seriously. And then all of a sudden Puerto Rico would be like probably in the middle. Somewhere. Yeah. Like, easy. <laughs> easy. I mean, in Pennsylvania, there's only 12 million people that live here. Yeah. Like that's not a lot. That's like a lot. New York city, New York city on its own has 8 million. Like, yeah, we, we have right now 3.5 more or less in like the island. Mm -hmm. And they are talking about between five to 6 million in the U S yeah. 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 That's easily. Right jumps past most states yeah 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 like it's and and i don't know that's just that's crazy <laughs> yeah it is it is crazy yeah let me ask you this because i know i think it was four years ago that they were talking about this of puerto rico voting on whether or not to become mm -hmm. a state or its own independent country like where do you guys stand on that because when i when that was happening I always thought maybe they should just become their own state, mm -hmm. but then to do that is like very complicated because then they lose all the tie to to this country. And then you were telling me the other day is like they don't have any any allies well, not, to help. Not allies, but they have they don't have any pre-established like yeah like relationship relationship. relationship. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. At least at least in regards to like your question with that, I'll just answer it real quick because I have a much shorter answer than everything. I personally don't have like a, a like I would prefer independence. Yeah, but I understand the difficulties that come with that, and I also like. I see the benefits of statehood, but I'm much more independence. And that's kind of where I just stand on it because yeah. I don't, I don't have <clears throat> enough information to actually like talk about it, like in depth to, to like, to the point where it's to the point where like, I know actually what I'm talking yeah. about. I just know what I feel because of my heritage yeah. and that's pretty much where it is. So that's, that's where I'm going to leave that <laughs> one at least in regards to my answer. And so, what would you say? Sorry. One, I, I strongly believe that Puerto Rico, have to be an independent country. Independent country. There are 200 more in the world. What is wrong with that? Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Another 200 independent countries in the world. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, and like I said at the beginning of our conversation, Puerto Rico is a country. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Systemically uh, a country. I, yeah, I can understand who was the founder fathers of this country and all the history of the United States, but it's not my history. Yeah, yeah. But my heroes have different <coughs> names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we talk about Betances, we're talking about Pedro Albizu Campo, we talk about Eugenio Maria de Hostos. Those are different guys. Yeah, yeah they are not the George Washington or the Abraham Lincoln or, or any of those ones that I respected. Yeah, yeah, because they do what they have to do in order to make this country. Yeah, yeah, but our history is completely different. Yeah, and, and definitely Puerto Rico must be a, a country. In Puerto Rico have been uh, maybe six or seven plebiscites already. Uh, none of them at all have been sponsored by the United States. The United States never sponsored any of those. Mm -hmm. They never agree that whatever the result of those uh, plebiscites, we're going to honor it. They never say that mm -hmm. yeah, at this point. And they just, well, the last one was in these past elections. We have elections the same 
time that presidential elections happened in Puerto Rico, in the United States. Yeah, and there was a another plebiscite for state yes or no, statehood yes or no. Yeah, they won with a 52% uh, against 48%. Uh, and all the previous ones, they never win. The statehood never win. Yeah. Like the United States never commit to that. They don't really pay attention. They always came with a, with a, a theory that, okay, guys, you decide. Okay, but when you're going to tell us whatever we decide, you're going to honor it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never told us that. Yeah. Now, in this point that we are talking, there are two projects in the Congress. Uh, one to support the statehood, yes, that just happened in November. And there are another uh, piece of legislation submitted by uh, Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez mm-hmm. and Nidia Velasquez when they asked him to do a... Uh, oh my God! What is the name? A constitutional referendum, in order to find out what really Puerto Ricans want. Yeah, and right now they are in the debate which of the two projects going to have more sponsorship in the Congress and to see what happened. Mm-hmm. There have been also different uh, uh, approaches pushed by the Congress. The only one that really was very serious was, I believe, was in the 1989 or 1990. That uh, Janet. Uh, so this has been Bennett, going on for a while. Now. Oh yeah, yeah Bennett, oh, Janet Johnston, uh, a senator, I believe he was. Uh, he pushed a, 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 a piece of legislation, and that was the one with most people participated. Mm-hmm. The Congress was engaged. The government of the United States was supported. They agreed uh, to define what they want from Puerto Rico because that's the other problem. The United States do not define what statehood would they well, going to provide to us. Yeah. Puerto Ricans don't know what kind of statehood we're going to get. Yeah. Because in Puerto Rico, the leaders of the statehood have been telling historically to the Puerto Rican that statehood came with Spanish uh, Olympic team and Miss Universe. Okay. And that is honestly, it can be possible because you can have an, a state that speak a different language. Mm-hmm. They have international representation in sports or even participate in Miss Universe. That is very, it's not really very serious stuff, but that's what they're selling to the Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico, the, 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 the leaders of the statehood. Yeah, and they never be clear and say, okay, statehood is in English. Yeah, you're not going, yeah, we can continue to speak Spanish between us because we know Spanish. Yeah. But that is not going to be our official language. It's just like Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like technically, the the states doesn't yeah. have an official language. No, United States don't have an official language. Yeah, so they do business in English. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like everything is in English. <laughs> so why why would English have to be like the official for you guys? Because like in Hawaii, so they like you said they speak English in Hawaii, but they have their own dialect that they still well, the use. natives there, like yeah. the people who, who are born, raised, have generations yeah. there, they still speak native Hawaiian exactly. and they still hold those heritages. Um, and, and I feel like it would be the same thing in Puerto Rico. Like yeah. suddenly like Puerto Rico became a state and we're talking 50, 100 years down the line. I think you would see the it's same a, thing in Puerto Rico. Yeah. But it would still, but I mean, it, English would still be pushed because they would still have, like they would, 
everything would suddenly like you would still see all the media pushed in English. You'd see everything, all, everything in English. Yeah, yeah, all the senators, yeah. whatever they would push for English, and just because that is their not the official language, but it's the preferred language. Yeah, you know, it's going to be in English because yeah. what are you going to have uh, uh, senators and members of the House speaking Spanish in the Congress? No, yeah, no, not exactly. <laughs> they ain't going to give them translators. Translators. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like and the business the of the statehood is going to be in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the governor has to speak Spanish when they communicate with other governors in the United States or with the president or with any member of the Congress. English is going to be our language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, period. Yeah, yeah and, and, and just a, a simple example of this is uh, you guys born in, in, out of the United States, and the first thing that people, migrants, lose is the language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. In two or three generations, it's gone. Yeah. yeah you just true. remember words. Mm-hmm. You can have a, a full conversation in, in your own language. Yeah, we always remember the food. We're never going to lose the food. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, the language sure. is the first thing that you lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going to happen in Puerto Rico ending as a statehood. <clears throat> the language will be the first thing that that's going to be gone. Yeah. 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 I mean, once again, like point to Hawaii. I mean, that's exactly what happened yeah. over there. You know, like where what was it? I think um Hawaii became a state in what I think it was forty nine, I think. Yeah, like something like 50 that. Something. It was yeah, it was it was it, it was long enough ago that like we've ha- we're a whole generation away from it now, yeah. but it was still within recent memory. And, and, and but we can value very well their the language. Mm-hmm. Even the United States already tried to convert us into English speaking people. Yeah. Uh, in I believe it was in the 1930s they started, but school was in English. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad talked to talked to me about that, that the class was in English. Yeah. And, Nobody know what the heck the doctors. But sorry, I can't talk like that here. But <laughs> they don't know what the teacher said. Yeah, the teachers were speaking, and there are uh, cases that the teachers were told today, tomorrow we start the class in English, and the guy don't know nothing in English. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to teach in English. I don't know nothing. In English. I don't know anything about yeah. English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and thanks that that don't learn for a long time. I believe mean, was like. 10 years or something like that, and they stop because they recognize we can't convert those guys to speak English. They speak Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They don't accept their English yeah. uh, as, a, as their own language. Yeah. Because when you impose a language, people don't learn it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you teach a language because you understand and you realize the more languages I know will be better for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, but and, what, what 13 year olds going to say? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and as yeah. a Caribbean people, we should speak at least three, four languages. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The Caribbean speaks so many languages. Mm-hmm. We at least need to, to learn three, four languages. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there's at least English, Spanish. And French. French. Well, there's also Creole as well. That's yeah. also, also of that area. Yeah, but it's so funny because they don't teach, they don't teach that because Creole is most like French and Spanish and yeah. English. Yeah, it's more of an amalgamation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's different. Like, like certain Creole <laughs> is different than other Creole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but that's a very difficult language to, yeah. to take. Yeah, but it's still, but it's, it's still reinforced. Yeah. Yeah, 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 also yeah. Dutch will be another yeah, language Dutch, that we really yeah. make three. Yeah, we have in the, in the, in the Caribbean, there are many uh, islands that used to be oh, colonies Dutch. of, oh, of, uh, mm-hmm. of Holland. Yeah, oh, Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I remember in, in DR, they teach us English, Spanish, and French. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well, I guess with, with Haiti. Haiti there, yeah. Yeah. Next to us, yeah. 
I had a question before. <laughs> I forgot it. You got to start <laughs> writing this stuff down, man. I do. I really, I really do. I really it has to get with your agenda. Already. No, not even that. Because usually, usually, I like to ask questions of like things you guys are talking about. You talk about something, and I was like, oh, let me ask about that. But then I forgot, I forgot about that. How do you think I feel? That's what always happens when I'm like, I remember, I'm like, oh, I should ask about this. But I'm like, but I don't want to hear the rest of this. Yeah, and yeah, that's my problem. The and then I'll be like, what was the thing I was going to ask? But whatever, there's another thing I want to ask now that I know we got to the end of it. So I'm going to follow that. Yeah. And then like six hours later, I'm like, hold up. Now I remember that. I'm going to ask about that now, even though it doesn't make sense anymore. Oh, oh, oh I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. So me being from DR, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking with, from my mom and my sister's experience. They both went to college in DR. Mm -hmm. But when they came here, that didn't matter at all. Oh, yeah. So, you know, my sister's up. My sister, I understand more because she's a lawyer in DR. So, you know, the, the law difference. Yeah. But my mom was a computer science. So that's like the same thing. Doesn't matter where you go. Yeah. But here, they didn't accept this. Like, she has to go back to college. And it was like, yeah. do all that. Yeah. Like, at 45, 49, 50, it's like, why? Yeah. 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 So in PR, you're allowed to go to school there. And you come here and you still have your... Your diploma, you can still use your diploma here, right? Yeah. Like, is there anything else that you have to do besides? No, no, you just show that the proof that you have the degree. Yeah, they don't, they don't. And the main reason for that is because the, the education system is the same. Mm -hmm. uh, our college in Puerto Rico are accredited by the same organization that credit all the East Coast colleges. Okay. Yeah. Oh, only the East Coast. So if you go yeah. to the West Coast, what a bit well, you, you can continue using them because they are different organizations. You know, say the accredited schools, not the same organization that credit one group of schools on the country, credit all them, but they're all part of the same educational yeah. system. It's like a regional organization. Yeah, kind of like that. regional education. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they can't yeah. they can't manage all of them all at once, so they just kind of like they just can't cut it in half. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the the problem with other countries. Because they don't, they are not part of the same educational system. Mm -hmm. They do not recognize those titles. But the funny thing is, if I hire you, and you're from DR, you are an engineer. You are an engineer. Mm -hmm. I hire you as an engineer. Mm -hmm. I bring you to the United States. You are an engineer. You don't lose your title. Mm -hmm. But that is if you hire me, me being in DR or me being yeah, no, be there. I've been there. What happened with engineer. college professors when they bring college professors from other countries? Yeah. They don't lose their PhD title. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I never understood that because I know a lot of a lot of uh, medical students here, mm -hmm. they go to DR because my godfather, he's yeah. a doctor and he teaches Americans like because mm -hmm. uh, it's cheaper for them to, to study over there. Mm -hmm. So I never understood. So if that qualifies for them, to bring it back here and be like, oh yeah, like I got it from from this country, blah blah blah, and they still accept it here. I never understood why, if they come with that certificate to this country, they don't. Accept I, I don't know it. the legality or what is the how they decide to do that. Yeah. But in, in my time here working with the community, I met. I remember a Peruvian guy. Uh, he was a neurosurgery. Uh, yeah. And he was working in a regular job in a factory because yeah. he can't practice. Yeah, it's, a, it's also yeah. neurosurgeon. Neurosurgeons, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you do that. I do that too. <laughs> no, it's no, it's fine. I just don't want anybody who was like hearing that and be like, "What?" It's like, it's like what kind of surgery? It's like neurosurgery. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That that always that always I, I want to say bother me because mm-hmm. I go to college here, yeah. but I Bob was interested in that because I know that they tell you, "Oh, you come here and you can transfer your 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 degree." But you had to go to like a, a community college for two years. Mm-hmm. And then that way they will take your degree from that country. Mm-hmm. So they tell you, we take it, you can major in that or in something different. But then if you major in something different, then what is the point of bringing that diploma from your country? Yeah, that never makes sense. That You have to understand that that also worked two ways. Mm-hmm. I have a, a very good friend that we studied together in, in high school. Mm-hmm. When he graduated from high school, he went to Cuba to study medicine. Mm-hmm. When he came back to Puerto Rico, he can't practice medicine in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Even though, boy, so why did he go to Cuba for? Because he wanted to. Yeah. They have a great uh, uh, medicine system there, very good schools for medicine. He mm-hmm. decided to go there. Yeah, Cuba's actually yeah. one of the one of the, like, the free. world leaders. He don't have like to pay anything. System. He don't have to pay yeah. anything. <laughs> Free, yeah. It's a free education. <laughs> he, was able, he was able to travel different countries uh, to continue his uh, education. Yeah. He, he studied in Russia uh, on Soviet Union at the time. Yeah. Um, when he came back from Puerto Rico. But his wife at that time, that was a nurse in Cuba, she was allowed to practice nursing in Puerto Rico. That, that makes no sense. <laughs> makes no sense. That makes absolutely further, no sense. The further you go down that kind of rabbit hole trying to figure out like where if you learn from here why you have to do you will you will you will tear all your hair out. It just doesn't make any sense no, whatsoever. It make sense at all. No, because like if you if you come from like an European country with yeah. your degree and you come to this country, you're allowed to practice. Because yeah. I see I, I see so, yeah. I see people yeah. That does that all the time. Yeah. I well, see, depends I see on the country because there's because some of the former um, Soviet Union countries they don't they don't they're not part of that. I think if French, you're Western European, French, yeah. uh, in, uh, British, and and Spanish. Yeah, like from Spain. Yeah, because they're all they're yeah all Western European. They're all Western European. Yeah, they're, yeah, 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 they're all part of they're all part of the same you it's know like alliance. Yeah, it's, it's all, about, it's all politics. about politics. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. is. It's all about the international politics yeah. and everything. Yeah. You know, because like because like there was a, the, funny enough there was an article I was reading um, recently about. Um, a bunch of uh, people who come from India that like that like like your mom do like computer science yeah. stuff, and they end up coming here and they and that's why you see a lot of like these these smaller like tech um, like repair shops. A lot of them end up being being people who are who are Indian because they are more qualified. They can do like major programming stuff and mm-hmm. everything, but unless they land a job at like Google or some big company that is going to vouch for them, yeah. their degrees mean nothing. Means nothing, you know, yeah. and so they end up coming here and they're like well what do we do like you know and then they end up being you know they end up working at little tech shops or or not even in their degrees like you know they end up being like you know like a convenience store worker or yeah. or a taxi driver like the, you know just to go with the little bit of the stereotype there like that's why you see a lot of that yeah you know i i, I, I don't know too much about law but the mm-hmm. immigration law is very complicated in the united states yeah. and they had, those yeah. gaps that you know. they had those gaps that allow if i as a company i sponsor you and a big company like Google or any of those big ones, mm-hmm. I don't have any problem to bring somebody from another country yeah. to work mm-hmm. here. Yeah, but if you 
pay your your your, your ticket to come to the United States. You uh, request a visa. You come over here. You can work. That is insanity. <laughs> that is insanity. Yeah. yeah. No, and it really is. It makes it makes no sense yeah. because because what I mean, aside from something super specialized, what is different? Like 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 you mentioned, computer science. Just because like it is fundamentally the same, no matter where you are, mm -hmm. because it's all ones and zeros. It's all computer code is in binary. And not only that, what is the difference? <laughs> they teach you English. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter yeah. what country you're from. If you're doing computer science. You have to know English, yeah, yeah. because because computer language like programming it's, is in English. Exactly, yeah. like, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. my mom, well, I remember all the time she was working, and I look at the computer. I have no idea what she was saying because mm -hmm. everything was in English. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. it, as a fundamental, it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, like why? Like what is what is fundamentally different that your degree does not count here, but then or it counts here, but then you mm -hmm. go halfway around the world and it doesn't work it doesn't there. Work. Like it just doesn't make it, any any, any sense. sense. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm saying like Americans are just so lucky because mm -hmm. they come here. They don't come here. They go to college here and they go to anywhere in the world oh, yeah. with their degree, and everybody will accept them. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's that's that's. That's insanity to me. I was like, yeah. you are so lucky you were born here. Yeah. At least that aspect of it yeah. is lucky. Yeah. Because you start going more into the American education system and then you're like, well, I don't know. Dude. I don't know how people that have $120,000 in debt feel about but it. The American, it dude, the American education system sucks. Like your dad was saying, it's like mm -hmm. they just they just learn American history. Yeah. Like I remember I remember I was here and I think my senior year in high school, mm -hmm. and they were just teaching. What was it? I think it was. What no no? What, I didn't even get to World War Two. Yeah. I think they were just teaching us, um, like uh, American independence, and then they just jump from American independence to the civil rights. No, no, not the civil rights. Civil war. Civil War, yeah, and then and that's, Lincoln. That's like, that's like seventy years. Exactly, the two. exactly. Like, it's then not Lincoln, even like they're right next to each other. Exactly. So I'm like, so so. What about like 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 outside, like oh, other yeah. countries, right? Yeah. Because in DR, it's the same thing. I learn a lot from like about Puerto Rico, from Mexico, mm -hmm. yeah. from uh, what was from Spain, because you know they colonize us. Mm -hmm. But here it's like not, not we don't even learn no, British. No. Yeah. Because this was no, a British colony. You, know, you, know, you don't learn any of that. None you of learn, that. You basically if you basically learned that the United States existed at the dawn of time and that's it. And that is it. Because because like there's two things I, I want to say about that. Because because like my parents bring this up all the time. Like they they only teach, you know, like they said from like Disney Disneyland to Disney. <laughs> and it's hundred percent true. It is because, so true. Because I started thinking about like all the history classes and geography classes and everything that I've ever had. And I and like straight up from fifth grade to to about twelfth grade, it was always it was, oh. it was it was always oh the Revolutionary War and World War Two. Oh, that's all. That's that all. You. It's the Revolutionary War, Civil War, World War Two. And II. geography that's, is that's, just. It's yeah. just the states from the top exactly. all the way to the that's bottom. That's, that's all that, that you got, is, the yeah. geography yeah, they that give us. It. They don't teach you nothing else. There is nothing else in the world. And, and you ask uh, a U.S. citizen, what is the biggest state? Texas. Yeah. Actually, what happened about Alaska? Man? Yeah, I was going to say actually Alaska is <laughs> bigger. Alaska is a lot bigger. And also, uh, even with their own history, they don't teach it well. No. They accommodate well, yeah, what they exactly. want to teach. Oh my God! Yes, uh, I, I'm just reading right now a book uh, that is about the the participation of Spain and France 
in the uh, independence war in the United States, mm -hmm. and how important was their support in order for the uh, Washington troops win the, uh, the Revolutionary War. Yeah. And they don't talk about that at all in any history course in the United States about the no, they, they really don't. They yeah. don't even, they don't uh, even bring like And slavery. they were critical because without the support of the Spaniards and the French, they never win the war. No, never. They're never going to win. Never. Never going to win it. And it's funny yeah. because I did learn about that because I remember the, the, they were talking about, uh, what was his name? Franklin, how he went to France mm -hmm. to get the, the, the help from the French. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that, that was one thing that they did. They didn't talk about it much. But they references, but now you're saying that they don't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I I they learned don't talk about any of them. Yeah, you, you have to remember that at that period of time, Louisiana was Spanish territory. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was French. Yeah, after. Oh, yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forget all these yeah. territories changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Florida, Florida, Florida is still very strong influence from Spanish. From Spanish, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they are the ones that control uh, the South yeah. in the war. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the British can replace or replenish the troops from the south because they were blocked by the Spaniards and the French. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why they was allowed. They take all the Mississippi all the way up. The Spaniards take more of the forts than the French. They take most of the forts they had there in order to control the British uh, uh, troops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people don't talk about that in, no. in American history. It's another thing is, what is the oldest city in the United States? Actually, I don't even know that one. <laughs> it's in a, yeah. People going to say Jamestown right away. Like, oh. no, it's older because the because the Spanish founded, <laughs> founded the oldest city in the United States, oh, Saint oh. Augustine in Florida. There it is. Oh, damn! And, and yeah. I, I was thinking New York. No, no, no. I knew I knew <laughs> definitely not New York. That's too north for that. Yeah. But I was like, it's I was Saint like, it's got to be somewhere in Florida was, was, was or like founded by the Spaniards when Florida was part of Spain. Well, yeah, true, because yeah. the Spanish came before the, the yes, the British. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. But yeah, there, there are a, a professor uh, of, his, I believe he's still teaching on Notre Dame at the time that he wrote the book. He, he, I can't remember his name. He's a, a Spaniard descendant born in England, and he teaches at Notre Dame, Notre Dame. And he wrote a book, I can't remember exactly the title. It's like, a, for example, the Hispanic history of the United States. Mm -hmm. When he tells the story of the United States based on the history of the Hispanics in this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic, the book. It's a very good book. I can't remember his name right now. I mean, <laughs> maybe in the conversation, the name coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's very interesting to, to understand that. Uh, yeah, how you can teach a, a whole history of a country based on the experience of other people that they are not wasn't really the supposed ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even um, beyond that, there was this was another thing I was going to mention before, but um, but in college I ended up taking this uh, just because I wanted to. It sounded interesting. Where it was it was African American history, mm -hmm. and I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. And I expected like to be focused on the United States, but he's like, but he's like, no, he's like, I know I'm supposed to teach you about that part, but don't worry, we'll get there. But I'm going to teach you how everything led to the uh, United yeah. States and what that all means. And like you go as far back like. Like I mean, you 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 learn about the Renaissance and all that stuff, and about the the Middle Ages and that are the Dark Ages, and you know, like in if you just know if you just learn what you learned in um in like regular like American you know history classes, cool, yeah. they tell you nothing happened 
They were like, they were like the world ground to a halt for 400 years and yeah. the Renaissance happened. And it's like, no, 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 <laughs> Is that no, how it no. goes? Yo, you start looking to the east, like you see Japan, you see China. They, that's where their big dynasties are, mm-hmm. like where there's progress happening over there. You go to Africa. In Africa, the one that always stood out that he talked about was the, um, I'm going to butcher the name because I'm, I'm going to forget one part of it because it's a two-part name. I think it's the Songhai Empire that um, had four of the largest universities in the world down there where I forget the name of the king that passed away. It was, it was the last like major king of this mm-hmm. empire um, that the monarchs from Europe came down to Africa to his funeral because he was that influential and much more powerful than they were. Like people don't talk about this stuff. Yeah. Like you even go. I mean, you could probably talk about more with with more of like the with uh, South America and everything that was happening over here. Like before, for all the colonization started happening. You know, like there's like there, there's there's uh, there, there was so much happening else elsewhere in the world. The world's a huge place. Oh, yeah. You know, and he was telling us all all about this and everything, and just talking about all these different things. And that's where like I that's that like when you always said like they only teach you like that's when I really start like. It started fully cementing in in my head. Mind you, I was in college, so that's <laughs> that shows you how much like this education system kind of sucks. Yeah, that like I was in college, and that's when it started hitting me that I was like, I was like, oh damn, like there's a whole nother world. Like the whole reason the Renaissance happened was because in the Middle East there was still progress happening. So the Crusades were happening, yeah. and all these soldiers kept coming back, like all these knights and everything rather kept coming back. And they were bringing with them that what the Europeans thought were like technological innovations, but in the Middle East, which is like, yeah, this is just normal stuff for us. Like, <laughs> like this is just this is stuff we've we've never been, lost. Though, yeah. yeah, yeah, we never lost that because we didn't fall into like religious fanaticism like you did because a plague didn't wipe out a third of our population. Like, and, and if you learn more <laughs> and more from the Chinese history, yeah. Oh my God, dude, oh, so my God, much. these guys were. Uh, three million years ahead of us. Yeah, <laughs> I believe the Chinese yeah. Yeah. were like like ahead of us like billions of years. Like yeah. they did the play. No, I I swear to God, dude. Like I've been re- like I have like watched so many stuff about Chinese history. It's mm-hmm. like it's like everything came from China. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens. But when... it's still happening. But that's what happens when you're when you have a continuous. You have a continuous history because like especially in places like Japan, like you have like small blips like World War Two where, mm-hmm. where you had the shift from from a purely like um from a purely uh like um what I don't want to say like tyrannical, but it's like empire it is. to more of to more of a like um democratic sort of sort of switch. So, yeah. But when you have a continuous history like that and you don't constantly you don't have people coming in and breaking your history and going, No, this is now the history great things happen like yeah, that. yeah that's 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 why like i always hear people talk about like why aren't there great empires anymore like they were back in the day like with like the greeks or the romans or you know or, or mesopotamia or any of this I'm like well because they also is, lasted hundreds of years where no one conquered them yeah, they yeah. were just allowed to just kind of rock out and do their thing i mean sure they were also conquering other people and they were the aggressors <laughs> but yeah. i mean for the, for the sake of this of this like statement i'm going with they were just like they have a continuous history history yeah you know 
And then, and like, and so you see stuff like that, you know, where, and that's also, that's also like when you look at, um, like with the fall of, uh, the, the Roman empire with, um, with Alexander the great as well. Um, not, not specifically that point, but like his empire broke apart, which then led to the Holy Roman empire, which is a whole nother thing. But, um, but then you saw that kind of shatter everything. And then that's where you kind of lose some history again, because now everyone is subdivided again, you yeah. know? That that you have parts of it here and parts of it there, so you know I don't know. I mean, like it's just it's just that's what it is. Yeah. But then you have places like China that, for the most part, kind of have been able to have a continuous timeline of things leading from one thing to the next to the next. You know that you end up having history that gets preserved and saved. You know, yeah. like it's a it's a lot like the language that once someone else comes in and goes goes hey like you know. You like you need to do this. You lose that parts of history. Yeah, you know, like like my one friend, um, my one friend Liam, um, he's he's uh, of Irish descent, and he's very much into learning about his own culture and everything because, because before 1910, like there, like there's like you can't like in if you were to be in Britain in Great Britain and learning about um like Irish history mm-hmm. the, before 1910, like it's. Like it is, it's essentially like Ireland is not a thing, you know, because they, they were always like, they, they conquered them. They, they treated them like trash, you know? Like, I don't know exactly all the problems that there were with that, but I mean, there's issues now with Brexit still stemming from that time period. I mean, the British don't seem that concerned about it. I mean, that that air, that time is literally just called the troubles to them (laughs) in the most British name possible. Like where there was like car bombs, there was people, there were people like they were full on, they were full on gunfights. There was for people just wanting to be like independent from, from uh, Great Britain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. And he, he knows a whole lot more about it than I do, but I just wanted to bring up that point because they, they did a great job of just wiping out most of that history. I mean, you can still find it obviously because you know, like you can't just wipe out entire peoples like that yeah you know but i mean that's that's what you do you show up you conquer and then you erase what came before because you're all that matters mm-hmm. you know it's all assimilation so what would you say uh, for puerto rico if they decide to become a state mm-hmm. what's another option that they will have to bring to to the Puerto Rican people. They say, but the, the we can only, give you this and the, become part of us. The only two real options in order to decolonize Puerto Rico is independence or statehood. There are not any no, 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 no. Choice. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but because because you were saying like uh, the the what they were giving you, saying this is what you're gonna be if you become a state, right? Like you're gonna have to learn English well, like speak the language like but what would you say like what could they, the United States what give all, to Puerto Rico yeah to, besides that like other things like we don't want this bring something else to the table yeah oh, well, like to, to be like oh we'll we'll agree to become a state like yeah yeah yeah. You yeah, mean? yeah yeah oh yeah. like like yeah, well, okay, with, I got with, you. with the statehood is only one formula mm-hmm. you're going to be a state of the United States yeah. as the other 50 ones yeah mm-hmm. they are not different yeah you're going to be the same mm-hmm. type of state that the other ones are yeah yeah, you can bring something different to the table. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What can be negotiated mm-hmm. is the independence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what kind of independence you want? Yeah, you, for a, a, a very good example is Guam. Guam is a colony of the United States, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the, the, the Guam people can come in and out of the United States with no problem. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they negotiate that. That's something around it. Martian Islands, the same thing. They negotiate, okay, we don't want to be part of you guys, but all we want is our citizens can come in and out of the United States with no problem. And then there's America Samoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, America Samoa is a whole other yeah. thing, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can maybe negotiate that. Mm-hmm. Um, they are dual citizenship all over the world. Yeah. Dominican Republic has dual citizenship. Yeah, we yeah, do. You can be a citizen of the Dominican Republic and also a citizen of, of not all the countries in the world, but some countries in yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be. Why we can negotiate that too? Okay, we have our Puerto Rican citizenship and the person who wants to continue having the American citizenship, we can continue having it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's we funny because like, we are allowed to have dual citizens, but to the United States' eyes, I do not have a dual citizen. I, in the United States, I'm just American. Mm-hmm. But if I go back to the art, then I'm, I'm both. Yeah. But um, so do you think that's something that they will allow? Why not? Yeah. I personally think. Personally, I, you I, just have to ask. Yeah. It's, a, it's a negotiation process. Yeah. Yeah. You got to sit down at the table and start negotiating what is good for me, what is good for you. Yeah. What are we going to continue uh, sharing between the two mm-hmm. countries or not? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a process of negotiation. Yeah, I personally think that that's something that like has to happen if it like if if and when Puerto Rico becomes independent, that's something that has to happen at least initially, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I strongly I have a very strong feeling that it's going to be something that it's going to have like the United States is going to be like, oh yeah, you'll have dual citizenship for a time. Like, I don't think it's going to be something that they're going to, that they're going to be like, they're going to be like, if you're born after, like, let's say it happens tomorrow and they're like the next hundred years, you know, everyone who's born in Puerto Rico has dual citizenship with the United States. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you get to 21, uh, 21, 21, anyone born from that point on, you're just American or you're just Puerto Rican. Yeah, but that's a fair trait. No, 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 I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's a, that's a bad deal. I'm just saying like. Because because the United States has always had kind of, like for lack for lack of a better term, kind of a shitty relationship with Puerto Rico. I think like, with every I country think, that they have a relationship with. Oh, uh, no, there's some countries they they like you know a lot better. You know, I mean, especially if they got oil. Um, <clears throat> but um, but it but Puerto Rico like they like they treat they treat it like a forgotten stepchild. I mean, the thing that always that, that always gets me is that the United States was one of the founding ideas of the United States of the great United States of America was no taxation without representation. Yet, Puerto Ricans have to pay federal taxes, yet have no representation. Well, yeah. we do, technically. There's a person who stands there who can't vote on anything. So, oh, uh, so yes, 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 yeah. yes, so, yes. But that's what I mean. Like, I can't I can't expect the United States to play fair on that. Yeah. You know, to be like, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be independent. Don't worry. You get all this great stuff and everything. But they're always going to have an asterisk. They're always going to have, like, fine print. There's always going to be something that... So the United States always ends up winning at the end. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, that's... And that's also why, like, when I mentioned before, like, like, like the way I feel about independence or statehood, like, you know, that's, like, the way I want it is independence... But I also see like the advantages of of becoming a state because then, like like I know I mentioned this to you before uh, when I was talking when I was talking to my dad about this that there's certain protections that are that like 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 my dad said before like there's only one plan if you're a state 
mm-hmm. because all the states have to be the same. Yeah. And so that falls with all the flaws and all the all the advantages of being a state. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's always the same. And that's that's why I see that because then there's certain advantages that do happen. Like you do get federal immediate federal assistance and this and that. There's no negotiating, there's nothing. It's 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 what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean also like you know, like I feel independence is what I'd want to see, though. You yeah. know, that's that's what I would want. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know enough to to like, like I said, like talk too much in depth <laughs> about it. You know, I didn't put my foot in my mouth at some point. So uh, let me say I have two questions. Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember you said that when the voting comes to well, when it comes to voting for it, it's always a 52 48 the last time in the last plebiscite last, last year what do you think are some of the reasons they vote for independence because like i i see the the benefits of being a state but at the same time i i also think it's not worth it but i'm an outsider so i don't know people like people what is the benefit are by nature uh native of their country Mm-hmm. Yeah, the nationalism is there mm-hmm. by nature. You're born in this country, you are, this is my place. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ask any Puerto Rican here in the United States, what are you? It's a Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They don't tell you I am American. No. Very few of them probably say it. Yeah, maybe three of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we're counting almost six million Puerto Rican in the United States, even that. They are second, third generation, fourth generation. Mm-hmm. They still say they are Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans yeah. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. I mean, even and, Alabama, and even oh, oh, and every uh, every Latin American yeah. person. Yeah. And yeah. even even in, in in Puerto Rico, yeah, people that believe in statehood. If we are playing basketball against United States, everybody root for Puerto Rico. For Puerto Rico, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I don't. Understand. Nobody going to root for the for the U.S. team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's why I even don't the, 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 the most. Pro statehood guy that you can find. <laughs> They're going to go for Puerto Rico, go Puerto Rico. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's that's why I don't own understand nation. they don't vote for, they, they, they're still voting for a state to become a state rather than becoming a country because they already consider themselves their own thing. Yeah, they're voting for state because, like it was explained before, they don't know by sure what is the statehood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never been told in their face this is a statehood. Mm-hmm. The United States never commit to say, yeah. if we're going to annex you to us, this is the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. They always had this game of, oh, no, you decide, guy, whatever you want. Yeah, okay. well, that, that's... that's yeah. That. Yeah, kind of doing the same yeah. thing with uh, Washington, D.C. right mm-hmm. now, too. Yeah. They just, yeah. The, the House just passed the bill, which now needs to be, I think, ratified in the Senate. You know, and then and then get pushed to to get pushed to President Biden, but like even then, like they're kind of doing this whole thing where it's like, oh yeah, like they'll like like they'll be it'll be their own state, but certain like you know like like um you know like the White House and the Capitol building and certain buildings will be still part of like the District of Columbia and all this stuff, and it's like you know we'll we'll figure it all out as we go along and this and that, but it's like. It's like, no, like a state is a state, you know, like there's certain rules and there's certain regulations that are there. It's that's the way it is, people, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, that's the way the pill is. You drink it, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I just, I just, it's just like, like common sense, it just doesn't make sense to me voting uh, for for state when they're leaving everything to to you. 
to decide. It's like that. That's not how it's supposed to be. If you if you're telling them vote uh, for state, they're supposed to be saying uh, they're supposed to be telling you yeah. what to do, and they never do. Which is they also which is it doesn't make sense why they're voting. Yeah, they they never uh, commit on one. That's why yeah. if you have a constitutional uh, uh, assembly, you vote for delegates that are going to represent whatever you want from mm -hmm. Puerto Rico. And then you negotiate with the Congress, the Congress approve or not. Yeah. Yeah. If the people don't want the statehood, okay, this is what it is. The Congress said, mm, I don't know, the statehood that you're asking us is not really the one we have in the paper here. Yeah. Or, or you swallow this one or there are no statehood. Yeah. 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 And then people being in line, okay, we want that. Okay, they decide. Yeah. But for the independence, the same thing. Yeah. We decide. Okay, this is the kind of country we want. This is the dependence. Mm -hmm. We want continuous relationship with you. Why not? We have been yeah. in a relationship for more than 120 years. Exactly. Why can we can continue with a relationship with them? Exactly. Yeah, and, and the whole purpose of being independent countries having relationship with everybody. With everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like especially yeah. neighboring countries. Because exactly. like what the one thing that's that drives me nuts, and I remember you telling me about this one time, like say that, say that something gets shipped from the Dominican Republic, which is right next, obviously, to Puerto Rico. It has to go from Dominican Republic to Florida, then to, 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 to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. which yeah. is ridiculous to me. Yeah, because like it would just make sense. They have like, to, just go to go to Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 which is ridiculous. And <laughs> once they get in Jacksonville, they have to upload it to uh, mm -hmm. U.S. Uh, um, boats, or yeah, whatever cargo name ship, you use, yeah, cargo ship, the cargo ship, and then they can be going to Puerto yeah. Rico. Yeah, that, that's the, that's the same <laughs> way here. Every time, every time we order something. That we want to take to DR, mm -hmm. it's like it has to go to Jacksonville and then yeah. it goes to DR. Yeah. For me, it's not just going to mm -hmm. DR. Mm -hmm. So let's play. Let's play a hypothetical. I love doing this. So right. let's say Puerto Rico and the United States they come to You're an wrong. agreement. What? You're wrong. Let me finish. <laughs> let's say they come to an agreement and they say yes, you guys can have double citizenship mm -hmm. and you guys become independent. So what would be? What do you think would be the next step? that Puerto Rico has to do after becoming independent, mm -hmm. but still having the relationship. Ooh. I want to answer first because I know with, I'll be wrong. With, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go first. Uh, no. uh, so so Puerto Rico becomes independent and it's like the first thing that Puerto Rico has to yeah. do. Like they still have the, the relationship with, with the states yeah. and they have the dual citizen. And okay, they can so, so those come are, in so and out. Those are the only two things yeah. that 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 are, that are carried over. Everything yeah. else is kind of like we get to start. Forever. Exactly, it's, it's like you become the second DR. You become independent yeah. and do do your yeah. thing. We we figure our stuff out. Um, first off, would be um, to to like enforce like personally, just because just because I feel so very strongly about environmental stuff mm -hmm. is to and also because like Puerto Rico, I think needs needs a lot of economic development that the United States has screwed Puerto Rico on for the last couple of decades. And I think Puerto Rico should very strongly start pursuing um, environmental technologies mm -hmm. and bring kind of that industry back to the island and kind of and kind of bring forth this 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 like education and all this other stuff that kind of brings that it, because like because you were talking about an island that has that, you know, that is, that is is in itself like just it is 
a gorgeous island that has has a ton of stuff. And also, I'm still a little bitter about the the Arecibo space telescope, and they don't want to fix it, and it's getting all demolished and everything. So uh. I want I want more <laughs> I want more science and technology in Puerto Rico. Um, and that's what I that's what I think they would have they would have to do. Like once you start getting like the minds and people, and start and especially trying to turn that inward and trying to get people who are already on the island into these technologies, I think I think then you can really start you know, building, you can start the economic engine going and start producing and start, you know, moving forward. Cause I think that's something that Puerto Rico would really have to have to do. Um, you know, like just like, just get that economic engine going. Cause that's mm -hmm. something I've noticed with other countries that became independent, their economic, like they just fall into an economic pit for a while, mm -hmm. you know? And, and like, I, I mean, that'll still happen to Puerto Rico, but I think if you, if you get a clear idea of like, oh, this is what we're going to do. And because we still have that relationship with the United States, who, it, which is still one of the most, which is still one of the most powerful countries on the planet. And we are able to negotiate something where we can get raw materials and technology and stuff like that from them. Then you can build that out. And especially with, with, you know, like just, just the, the landscape of the Island, I think you can create something really great where it can become this, you know, this like, this this environmental environmentally te technological place mm -hmm. that's personally what i think okay. it's also the wrong answer but you know <laughs> but why do you think it's the wrong answer because uh, i'm an, i'm too much of an idealist for for all that i mean i, I like i i i do i like i'm not i i don't see i don't see anything in the realistic what the realistic take that it would the, the realistic things that it would take to get there I just know what my end goal would be and damn whatever else you have to do to get there. It is, it is, this is my ideal. I want it to be this utopia and that's what it's going to be. <laughs> that's what? it. Well, because we are in a hypothetical situation here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the truth of the matter is I don't see that too much things going to change other than names uh, individuals to be taking care of the different now departments in the in the republic will be ministries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because all the technology, everything is already there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are not using it in the right way. That's mm, the yeah. big problem that we have. They are, everything that Puerto Rico do is on the benefit of the uh, multinational corporations in the benefit of the economy of the United States, or mm -hmm. the economy of the United States. Yeah, with the independence, we switch it. Everything that we're going to do is for the benefit of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, because everything is there already. All the technology is there. Yeah. Okay. We have to go to elections because the first thing that's going to happen, the parties that we have right now is going to disappear. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. because the yeah. parties in Puerto Rico are, are uh, political ideology parties, or not political ideologies, they're uh, political status parties. We have a statehood party, we have a status quo party, and we have the independence party, and they have a few more parties that are more or less aligned with those political ideologies. Yeah, and those parties are going to disappear because they're going to be a conservative party, a liberal party, a social democratic party, a, a democratic Christian party, like any other country in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we have to do an election with those vast spectrum of different ideologies and people going to vote who want to be the president, prime minister, whatever we decide to name it. Yeah, whatever 
probably will be a president because we probably won't continue with the same mm -hmm. uh, 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 government that we have right now yeah. and the same one that the United States represent. Yeah. But other than that, I'm I don't see really, I don't see really big differences that, that are what we are right now. Only everything is going to be into the benefit of the Puerto Ricans. Yeah. 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 I'm also putting my hand in the ring for a name of the person who's going to be in charge of Puerto Rico. Mine would be Island God. That's what I'm going to go with. Island God. All right. Yeah. And I would be the first one, so I'd be Island God Toro. Yeah. This is God Toro. I can do what I want, guys. <laughs> whatever, whatever name they want to put. Yeah. yeah. Prime I Minister, uh, I don't know, President, whatever name they want. It, yeah. it honestly, the I think king. it would be, yeah, King. I don't think it'd be King. But I think, <laughs> honestly, honestly, the two main contenders I think would, would be probably, would be President, maybe Prime Minister, if they went for more of a parla parliamentarian government. Yeah. But I think. But I think, yeah, based on everything, they probably stick pretty close to the system. So the yeah, probably at the them. beginning, they're going to stay with the same, maybe yeah. in the future, because they are a very strong uh, uh, pushing Puerto Rico to change how the legislator work. Mm -hmm. Actually, probably 20 years ago, maybe, or more, uh, the people vote for uh, have only one body of as a legislator, no senators or House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico okay. just having one is they don't see why we need two. Yeah, we are a very small country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't need all those guys making a lot of money doing nothing. Yeah, well, we can reduce to just one. Yeah, yeah, more concentrated. Okay, you're going to work and this is what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, the people vote in the vast majority of the people vote in favor of, they never put it in place. Because of course that don't favor me if I lose my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's basically. But that's, yeah, basically. That's, yeah, but yeah. that's kind of what ha that's kind of what always happens in Puerto Rico too. Is that they they vote for something and then it doesn't happen because it doesn't favor the people that are currently in power. I mean that. I mean, admittedly, there was other things that happened when they when they finally got the governor out of there. Like what was mm -hmm. it? it? Was two years? Oh ago yeah, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. yeah. In nineteen nineteen, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, so like about two years ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I mean, I mean, there was other stuff. You know, when about his uh, his text messages and all that but even so like you know like you just saw like it's like how many people after he resigned also resigned after him nobody like, no but like they, but they moved <laughs> no because what was it because they were gonna move it to the person next in line but then that person was like oh yeah that, it was a like, lady yeah. that was well, supposed to yeah. come after what him. happened yeah, was, she said that. no at the yeah, moment that, that. that he had to resign <laughs> the person that he who used to be the the secretary of state of Puerto Rico he was gone already Exactly. He resigned for some reason. We don't have a person in place in that office mm -hmm. that, based on how the, the structure of the government is, where he's the second in command. If the government is out of, the, of Puerto Rico or something happened to him. But because we don't have one, they try to, to, to put in place a person right away. Yeah, in order to, okay, we move that guy. Yeah. He was nominated. He never was, uh, I think the, 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 the legislator never approved him. Uh, fully, uh, he tried to take over as a government. <coughs> he was there five days because the, 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 the five days. <laughs> yeah, five days. The, yeah, the, the, five the, days the, longer the, than the Supreme, <laughs> the Supreme Court in Puerto Rico said that was unconstitutional, and they removed him. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. then the third in command 
uh, was the sec uh, the justice uh, secretary in Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. and that's what Wanda Vasquez, mm -hmm. that is the lady he ending as a governor. Oh, so she ended up. Okay, she was she the third up. in command because they are nobody in second. Yeah, she's the uh, next. okay. So she she did take it. Okay. Yeah, she, she was yeah, the governor for the, for, the, yeah. for the last year and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah, from 2019 to uh, now the last elections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah until whenever the exchange of power. And then the guy that is the governor was the one that was governor for five days. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, he waited. He got, he got, he got, got his sense. He's probably so mad. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, I got out of it. He's like, oh, fa fantastic. But, and then he's like, no, now I have to actually do the job. But as a result of what happened in that summer, uh, the way that people vote in Puerto Rico changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, traditionally, well, this has been a trend for the last few elections that the people that won uh, as a governor is getting less and less percentage in votes. Okay. Yeah. Actually, Pedro Pierluisi, that is the governor right now, he won uh, the governor for, with a 32 or 33% of the votes. That is the lowest ever since we started voting that was in, in the late 40s. That they allow us to vote for the governor. <laughs> Yeah. Before was okay. You're going to be the next governor. Yeah, remember, yeah. Uh, remember the rights aren't the same for us. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. all different. They put the, the, for lowest, you. the lowest yeah. one and small parties racing votes. The amount of votes. Mm -hmm. The uh, Movimiento Victoria Ciudadana is a new party that just participated for the first time in this election. He, the her candidate to governor, he gets 16 percent uh, of the voting. The guy from the Partido Independentista, from the Independence Party, he get another 15, 16%. Yeah, they shift the way that people vote. Now the, 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 our legislator is completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in the Senate, they are not a, 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 a majority in, in any party. Yeah, there are parties that have more members of the Senate, but mm -hmm. none of them have majority. If they had to pass any legislation, they had to be negotiated. Okay. Yeah, in the past, whoever win, I win with and 40, 45 percent, 50 percent. I dominate everything. Okay. So now yeah. is <clears throat> they still win, but they still have to negotiate with the people. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, with, yeah. with the, uh, the other senators. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, with the other are, senators. Because there are five different parties that have representation now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Traditionally, it was two or three the most. Yeah. 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 And then the, the in the in the house, it's not exactly the same. It's one party still having majority, but also other parties have representation there. Yeah, and that's uh, the analysts can say that is a result of what happened in 2019. Okay, they shift uh, completely the way that Puerto Ricans vote. Yeah, yeah, because it was a big. That was a big deal. Oh yeah, that was a really big deal. That was I remember that was everywhere. Oh yeah, that was all over the world. Uh, all over the world. Was all over the world. Oh, yeah. I remember all, all the, the Puerto Rican singers mm -hmm. got involved in all that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because you don't you don't mess with us. That's what it is. Well, Even if you are us, you don't mess with us. That's you don't mess with our artists. Come on. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Basically. Oh my god. Speaking of, it also reminded me too that it um that we were talking about this just because this jumped this jumped in my head when we were talking about this. I think it was yesterday, yeah, when we were we were driving around where we were talking about in um like we say the artists and I'm like you know that um 
the like the representation in media, especially with the Hispanics, is like it's not it's not that high. No, I, I'm sorry to change like topics like real hard there, but it just popped into my head there because like we were talking about this yesterday, and I was and I was telling my dad I was like late like like for the past like probably probably more focused in the last like three years, but like for a while now I've been like trying to I've been trying to pay attention to like especially like just trying to focus in especially on like primetime television um like between like seven to like 10 o'clock like six to ten somewhere around there um primetime television especially on the four major networks like cbs nbc abc and fox and just about um like what is the the ethnic representation in that section and of course when you look at that you see a lot of white people right of course especially and and, and focused on the united states i know people will say stuff in other countries like oh no it's not and like look and also with cable and premium networks and streaming that's different but i'm just i'm trying to get a sample size of what is the most mainstream like like i'm trying to get a baseline here and the most mainstream are those four networks during prime time you know that's where they're trying to get the four quadrants they're trying to get as many people to watch and try to be the try to get as everything you know try to be the most bland as possible and like the next you see like i mean if you look at shows that are on there like you have blackish and mixish on abc that mm-hmm. are about that are about that's about a black family and a black and white family you also have fresh off the boat which is about an asian american yeah, yeah an asian american family where's the hispanic family show there is none there there's never been yeah, one there's never been know? one like, i think the last one that there was was called novelas and that one only lasted mm-hmm. one season. Yeah, yeah. That was Every it. time you see a show where um, where there's Hispanic that's a lead, yeah, that doesn't last long because people don't people don't care about it. People don't want the story. Yeah, or it has to has to fall into like a very predetermined category. Yeah, you know they 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 have George Lopez for a while. Mm-hmm. Then there was another. Uh, lady that she's also a comedian i can't oh, remember her uh, name betty the uh betty the ugly ugly betty ugly no no betty. no, no, no I, that's I, not I the talking one he's about, talking about i'm another show that was uh with this lady i can't talking about her like, name it was like a few years ago right yeah no, it wasn't yeah, that long yeah, I ago think it's like i think it's like uh, oh she's Chris a lawyer Scott or something no 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 no, no. I, no on, the, on, the TV, on the tv show she's yeah. a lawyer i think, I think so. she was like, I yeah think I, I know yeah i think yes. so yeah i know that's yeah i remember then i remember when that show you guys told me that people were throwing a fit about that because the because the mother character like they were like, oh, she's she's not like an Hispanic mother or anything like that, and it's like, but then she in interviews was like, well, she's not trying to be an Hispanic; she's my mother. Like, yeah. so I'm I'm writing about my experiences with her, but even then, you saw pushback even within the same community yeah. of just like of like, oh, she's not Hispanic enough. Yeah, I think like, that. What? Yeah, I think the only successful show after George Lopez about Hispanic family is one day at a time on netflix yeah and that well, one was only again, three seasons yeah and yeah. with a four season in another yeah in, in a channel that nobody watched yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah but even then that, that 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 falls out of like what that's why i kept streaming and like premium networks out of like what i was like focused on because when you go to those they're incredibly diverse because they don't have to follow they don't have to be four quadrant anymore yeah. they can be very niche i mean look at a show like stranger things stranger things would never work 
on, on, on network television. Network television. Even if they had the same budget, it would yeah. never work because it is, it is too one thing. It is it is just for people who are nostalgic about the 80s and that's pretty much it. Like, yeah. I mean, it, like you have to be really into that. You have to be really into shows of that time yeah. to be into it. But it works on Netflix because if they get if they get 100,000 people to watch it, it's probably worth it for them to keep it on. Yeah. Whereas on network, you have to, you have to get 10 million people to watch for it to be worth it. Yeah. You know? And so, and like, and so like when you see Hispanic characters, like, like I was telling my dad, like one of my favorite shows right now is a uh, good girls on NBC mm. that, um, despite having, having two white protagonists and a black protagonist that are very, that they, I mean, the, they're they're sort of stereotypical, but also not like they're all they're all um they're all women's with they're all women with family and this and that. But they each have some kind of quirk that's a little bit different. Like, you know, like the like the one um like the one woman has a transgender um son and all that. So, um you know like going from female to male and all mm -hmm. that. Um and like the other the other um uh woman that's that's black. She has a daughter who um. Who had kidney failure and has has like kind of a handicapped you know like daughter and this and that. so it's like a little bit different. But then the only Hispanic character on that show is a gangster. He is he is a straight gangster. Yeah, that's what he is. Uh, and every Hispanic character is a gangster. Is that's he, it. Is he bald with tattoos on his face and all that stuff? You better believe it. <laughs> always, always. I remember. Yeah, I remember. It's always like that. Yeah. I it's remember always there the was this this um this show from the early two thousands, mm -hmm. uh, Veronica Mars, that mm -hmm. there was one Hispanic person. Yep. And I sort of got every other show that they need a Hispanic person. It was him. Mm -hmm. And it was always the same role. Oh yeah. A guy, Mexican gangster. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's funny because after our conversation, I was thinking about this as well. Um, if you go uh, like because Disney for for better or worse is also a really good metric to follow of what is the mainstream because they also try to be as four quadrant as True. possible trying to get as like trying to get as many people to watch their stuff as they can and you look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe which is which is ubiquitous it's everywhere name every white character on that show on uh, in that universe <laughs> most yeah. other movies right name black. I can I can count the amount of movies with. Blacks and Hispanics. Oh, there's and that's like maybe two. Yeah, there's only yeah. <laughs> that you can name you can name every Hispanic character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe on two fingers. That's it because you have Michael Pena playing the stereotypical um, Mexican guy. Oh yeah. And then yes. you have I forget the guy's name now, but he's introduced recently in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and he plays. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the, the young he, army guy. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. And he play in in the comics. He becomes the new Falcon when Falcon takes over for Captain America in the yeah. comics, and that's that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. There's, there's, those are the no only two. Other, there's no other Hispanic characters. No. Not even implied Hispanic characters. No. Like everyone else is black. And and the thing that really irritates me, and and like I shouldn't be irritated because this is still progress, and it's great this is happening. But we have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out, and it is a movie that is very much geared towards the Asian culture, yeah. towards all that. And it's great that it's happening. I, I'm super excited to see this movie. I think it's going to be amazing if it's done correctly, especially the people that are involved. I think it's going to be incredible. Um, and I hope that Disney doesn't mess it up like they do with a lot of other stuff and make it very boring. Yeah. But, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. But it really upsets me that we have that we have Black Panther, the first, the first um, black superhero. Then we also have, like, 
um, at least in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because I know Wonder Woman came out first, but Wonder Woman's been a known quantity for a while, so, but you have Captain Marvel, which is the first female-led, like, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now you have Shang-Chi, the the first first Asian-led, and I'm like, and we still only have two Hispanics in the MCU. And these are even like, main canon. Yep. No, yeah, they're not even main characters. They're not anything. Like, Michael Penny is a joke at best. Like, not the actor. I think the actor is great. No, no, but, but the, the character. The character yeah. He's a joke. Yeah. That's what he is. Like, he's he's meant to be, oh, comedic relief in this exactly. pivotal moment. That's it. Exactly. The he's, only he's the, the comedic relief. Yeah. And the other guy, um, I've, I'm, I'm going to have to learn his name, but... Um, but the guy in the, uh, Falcon and the oh, yeah, Soldier, I don't know he's he's, he, he shows up in two episodes and in the beginning, it. and then he shows up for at the very end for like a second, and that's it. And that's it, yeah. And there's nothing else. And it, I'm just like, and I understand in the comics, there a lot of the Marvel characters are white. I get that. I do. I've I've read a lot of these comics growing up, but now there's a lot more Hispanic characters than the one that everyone keeps hoping for. They want. They that I I think Marvel needs to include him is Miles Morales is is oh, is, Miles Morales. is 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 um you know he's he's half Puerto Rican he's half black. um black yeah sorry I was like I was trying to remember if it was like a specific nationality but I don't think I don't think they they specify which but um and he lives in Brooklyn he's a normal everyday kid and he deals with being being. Uh, being basically the essentially the black spider-man like even his costume is black like <coughs> it's he is different and he's new and people love okay. his character love his character so much even in um into the spider-verse the animated movie he's the character you you walk away from liking the most yeah. and, and that's in a cast of great <laughs> other spider-men like it's a great movie you know and like and marvel needs to include him because if they don't, they're just gonna fall in the same, I think, pitfalls that DC does, you know, and and like where everyone's the same, you know, like, like I mean, the only reason people talk about Aquaman now is because Jason Momoa is awesome, you know, like that's it. He's great. He's great. <laughs> you know, that's it. You know, and he's the only one who is a who is not essentially white. I know Gal Gadot is is Israeli, but you know, like. I don't want to get into all that. Yeah, yeah. That's another, that's another so, conversation. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, sorry to hijack that, but with the artist thing, it just popped in my head because I also thought of the um thought of that and also when um Jennifer Lopez was at did the Super Bowl and she had like the American flag like like cape on oh, yeah. and then on the inside was also Puerto Rico and people were flipping people out on fully Oh my god. Yeah. I can't even I like I just can't with that because like because like it just shows how many people don't understand that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. Like it's like it's it, we like we are all one people, but also like we've been talking about, we're also separate because we're our own country. Yeah. Well, you the know? Supreme Court defined Puerto Rico as belong to but not part of. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. It's it's that's a whole the, separate but equal thing. That's the way they define Puerto Rico. Yeah. So Puerto Rico belong to United States, but it's not part of the United States. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but I I remember reading yeah. on, reading comments online of people being like, like just just being like, oh how dare they put you know put another nation's flag there and like like this is treasonous and they should kick her out of the country and this and that and it's like, like what are you talking her, about? Kick her, out, kick her out to Puerto Rico where she could just come back like, <laughs> like where, where's she gonna go like <laughs> like people are just idiots yeah and it just ah oh, just really irritates me. 
you know, I don't know. I mean, sorry to hijack this for a little bit. But just, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention that just because it's some, it's something like I said, I was talking to you about with that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't think of any, um, at least back to the media thing, just like, like any TV shows, like, I, I mean, mention modern family. They, that they, had, they have been characters. Yeah. Because, uh, probably everybody in this country know the name Lucille Ball. Yeah. Who? Lucille Ball. Yeah. I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Yeah. The show is a 60s show, I believe. Oh, oh I don't. Oh, bro. Uh, I think he did. I don't go that back oh, far. No, no, no. I don't check go that back far. No, no, seriously. Check it out. I think he dig that her, show. Her, her, <laughs> I think he dig uh, it. Her husband was Lucy Hernandez, is a Cuban guy. Mm-hmm. And he participated in the show with her. Yeah. Uh, we used the name Vicky Ricardo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that does sound familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably that know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah they, they have been uh, Hispanic characters on mm-hmm. on TV for a long time. But yeah. like can we just say, they are never be... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I main rem- character for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they always have been. If you want here, one over there. There was a Puerto Rican guy uh, that he changed his name to Henry Darrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the starting of a, a show, uh, Grand Chaparral, mm-hmm. for many for a few years in on TV. Yeah, they, they have been yeah. few, not but not a lot. The Cita Moreno. If you, if you are not into that in time in media, you never know those. Yeah, guys. exactly. Yeah. exactly. You never know exactly. those guys. He's, he's another Puerto Rican guy. Uh, oh, the uh, guy from. Uh, from Adam's family. What's his name? Oh, Raul Julian. Yeah. Raul yeah. Julian. Raul Julian. Great actor. Hold on. But before the all of them, Raul that was, that was, <laughs> all right. that was a, oh my, I can't remember his name. He's a black Puerto Rican. He, he, oh. Black oh my God, I can't remember his name. He was before all these guys. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, before him was, uh, um, oh, the it, guy that did, um, uh, the Joker in the, in the 1960s, he's a Puerto Rican actor too. Oh, I, I forget his name. I now, mean, so. yeah, but Cesar, Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. I don't think so. He's yes, he's he's, he's Puerto Rican. We got, we got technology. He is Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. the guy that played the Joker. Yeah, he yeah. famous actor. For well, Rafael Ferrer, uh, Jose Ferrer. Sorry, Rafael is his brother. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Jose Ferrer was he won an Oscar. Jose yeah, Ano de Bergerac. Uh, he's a Puerto Rican actor for many years. Yeah. There's always there's yeah. always been Hispanic yeah. actors, especially Puerto Ricans, but they just never been like dedicated to to us no, in no. the media. No, definitely. Nah, yeah. he's he's Cuban and Spaniard. Re- oh, I thought he was Puerto Rican. Yep, his mother is is the daughter of Cuban national hero Jose Martin. And his father was born in Barcelona, Spain, and immigrated to the United States in 1888. Okay, never mind. I thought I thought he was Puerto Rican. Yeah, no. I mean, I would I would guess that too, but but no, unfortunately not. But, <laughs> but still, but I mean, but that also doesn't that also doesn't detract from that point yeah, either. Yeah, exactly. No, that, of course not. He no, he didn't play Batman. He played the Joker. The Joker. You know, yeah. I mean, a great version of the Joker. The kind of, yeah. you know, like still goofy Joker, the goofy but, Joker but that's version. also for the time, you know. Yeah. But still, but he didn't play the main guy. He played the it's side like guy. The side guy. Yeah. So that's still the best we can point. get. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically, you know, 
because there's there was a, a video that I like from um, this uh, YouTube channel. Um, this the it's, it's called uh, it's the YouTube channel is called Cracked, and they used to have this series called After Hours, which was all their writers got together and they would fake. It was all scripted, but it was all meant to be like they they would meet after work to eat at this diner, like just kind of unwind, and they'd end up talking about some topic. And the topic they had talked about um, was actually related to um, the gay community, like the LGBTQ community. Um, but I think it relates to because um, there was a line in there where they talked about um, how uh, how um, like black people in um, in media originally were all the thugs and all the you know bad guys, and they became the clowns. Mm -hmm. You know, they were kind of the goofy guys, and then they became like they could do no wrong, and then now they're kind of fully realized characters. Mm -hmm. And I think Hispanic, I think Hispanic characters are going through that same metamorphosis because I think every group that is outside of the norm, like, and I mean norm as an Anglo-Saxon white, and I specifically mean Anglo-Saxon white, like Western European white, yeah. you know, they go through that same metamorphosis where they're introduced, they're the other, they're the bad guys, they're, they're the ones that we need to be afraid of. And then they become the then they become the joke because now the now people are used to them they're no longer scared of them so now to disarm them we make them the joke we make them the goofy one we make them the screw ups and then um, after people get mad about that then they go well now they have to course correct and instead of just creating them going straight to the middle they go to the opposite end and they go well now they're infallible. You know, they are the experts of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, they're perfect. They have the they have the best advice. They have the best jobs. They have they have everything that's perfect. That reminds and me. And then of... they become. And after that, after people are like, "Oh, I'm so tired of that," then they start then they start introducing characters who are that, but with flaws. And then they become fully three dimensional characters, and that's where they actually become real people. And then the, the, we get the stories that actually are good. Mm -hmm. You know, and we see this with every outlier group. Um, we, I think most recently I saw this most with, um, LGBT characters yeah. in media where I think right now they're still kind of in that stage of, of like they're infallible, but they're kind of, they're getting to that point where now they're introducing them with flaws and like, we're getting fully realized characters. You saw that with a lot of African American characters, but that's kind of still, they're still kind of in that same stage with LGBT characters. Um, but I think Hispanics are still very much in that, we're in that clown stage still. Yeah. You know, so yeah, we're still in on the on the bad guys. Yeah, bad guys. We're still in yeah. the bad guys, clowns. Like we're not really moved beyond that yet. So I don't know. I mean, that's at least that's at least like the way I I sort of see that from their perspective of like what they introduce there. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this was good. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> this was great. You know what I wanna? You know what I wanna know about Puerto Ricans? Mm. Is how the hell do you guys stay looking so young in your fifties? <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's in the water that we I drink. I don't know what it is. Listen, maybe it's in the water. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen, 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 listen. We could tell you. But you, know, you know, you know, you know, Chayanne, Chayanne, the singer. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I always, I love his music, and I always like listen and, and watch his music videos. And I swear to God, the other day I saw he was, not the other day, like two years ago, he was doing like a, a concert. And I swear to God, I was looking at him, I was like, that man still looks the same way he did when I was like four. Yeah. Like, what is going on? And then he, I look, and then I look, I, I look at uh, Dariyaki, Tito Bambino, I'm like, 
these motherfuckers are in their 40s and 50s and look yeah. younger than I am. Yo, don't, don't look at Jennifer Lopez. Look at her age Dude. and you're like, yo. Jennifer oh, Lopez? I know. It hurts me to look at her because Dude. I'm like, I'm like how, how are you that old and look that good? Like, how are you in better shape now than you were when you started? That makes like, no sense, man. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Oh, my God. It hurts me it so much. It is crazy. Much. I swear to God, it's like you guys have like, like the youth. Fountain in PR or something. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't age. I, I told you it's the water though. Yeah, it's the water. I would I would say I would say no, it's because you know it's the Caribbean sun, but I'm like, but then you guys are I'm from in the same place and I look like I'm 40. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's genetics. I don't know. It's great. There's one Puerto Rican singer mm-hmm. that he looks like like the deteriorado, the, the like he looks old, and mm-hmm. then I find out he's half Dominican. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> come on, yeah. you're killing me. I don't know. It's it's just it's 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 in the water. It's in the genes. I don't oh know my to tell god, you. You, you can't. Do, you have to throw in the mix of Ricky Martin too. Ricky That's Martin. Just, Ricky yo, Martin looks Martin. amazing. <laughs> I'm that pretty, man looks amazing. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say like that man looks straight up like how he did when he started. Where he's just, like, just with a beer. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. He got, he got a little gray. That's it. That's it. Also, can I just say this along with that? Like, like I don't know what it is, but at least, at least in terms of Hispanics in general, like when we start getting gray and everything, like we get, we get the good like gray hair and the beard. Like, like you see, like like some of the people, it they looks start good. Going, yeah, it looks real. Good. It looks real good. Yeah, you get like you get you get, a, you get that little salt and pepper look going, but it's like, but it's like no. I mean, look like that. Like I remember when your when your beard was was darker and it started yeah. turning more white, and I'm like, it still looks, good. Like- it still looks good, Dad. Like, come on, like. I like I'm like I'm like yo I I got I got you know I got like I'm looking forward to it you know oh my god <laughs> I can't wait for my salt and pepper dude yeah right <laughs> we're killing it we're don't killing worry it, you're gonna get there <laughs> yeah. but then you, don't rush it don't rush it you're <laughs> oh, get there. No, no, no. I'm not in any rush but but I see like other like other people and like especially especially of other ethnicities and I'm just like ooh like it looks it just looks bad yeah is like you don't get the right like like salt and peppery look like it just you just look like 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 they're like oh yeah i'm like 30 and it's like Yo, and they still have patches too yeah it's oh like my god. <laughs> and they want to call it a beer oh my god oh my god like i don't i don't mean to i don't mean to speak badly about that right now but it's just it's just it, like it's just things i've noticed like we just we just got good genetics in terms of like beards and all that i love it <laughs> I'm, I'm totally good with that like it's it's I don't know what it is. It's 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 probably it's probably with the water. It's how we stay looking good. You know, it's all the beard stuff isn't just Puerto Rican, but like you know, you know, I mean, I mean that that's totally an Hispanic thing. So you know, we share it amongst uh, amongst a lot of a lot of our brothers and sisters. You know, yeah. uh, that's what it is. You yeah. want to take us out like you did last time? I don't know. I don't know. I mean. I mean, we should let we should let my dad do it. Just kind of guide him through it a little. Oh bit. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You do it now. The, the outro, do? the outro. Yeah, I mean, if you got one last thing you want to say, like last pearl of wisdom or last. Uh, nah, no, advice? I, I think the the conversation have been great, and I think those spaces have to be more available for for everyone. Thanks to uh, technology, now we have that more often. Uh, oh yeah. But uh, for for the, the the immigrants here in the United States. Basically, what I can say is we have to be honest with ourselves, you know, and we have to project out there what we really are. You know, we have so much 
to, to put out on the table. Yeah, and, and we have to continue pushing that and try to get spaces when you are at the decision table. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy to okay to be recognized, but at the moment of make the decision, you are not in table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been seeing that very often in my work with the community. Yeah, we recognize, okay, there are minority groups here that they need help, they need this, they need that, they do some uh, contributions to the community. But at the moment of the last five guys or girls sit down at the table, they are not there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who really make the decision, do not going to think about you. Yeah, okay. We have a, a conversation with you uh, three months ago, and we take some notes and a lot of sticky notes in the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the moment to decide, I don't want to decide for you. I want to decide for me who I am, who I represent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's had to be the change that had to happen. Yeah, that at the decision table at the end, they had to be more a representation for everybody. That's the only way that we're really going to change things. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a great way to end it. <laughs> that's that's a good thing right there. So uh just wanna thank everybody for uh for listening. I don't know if it's uh, it's one or a hundred thousand. We don't people. care. It's a million people. Actually, a trillion people. We got people listening from the future. How many? How many? How many people do we have in this world right now? Uh, seven, seven billion. Yeah, seven seven billion, billion views. Seven, there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going for a full trillion. Here. We got people listening from the future, from the past. The There's some cavemen with a rock going. Like, what is the sound coming out here? But he's making a lot of sense. Like, that's what's happening. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's uh, you know listening to this. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed our conversation. Uh, this has been my father, the the great and <laughs> and the great intellectual Javier Toro. You know, uh, you know, you know. Say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> okay, have a good night, everyone, or day, whatever you are in the planet, whatever you are, yeah. whatever time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I really appreciate uh, this time. It was great. All right, we we enjoyed talking about all this, and uh, just want to say thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you.